Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It's Thursday, and it's October 29th. Well, <laughs> the market is shaky. It's still under pressure. Uh, we did have it move up a little bit, though. The Dow moved up 150 points, which is a good thing. Uh, you know, right in front of this election, it's really uncertain. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, hard to figure out kind of the, the, the mood of everybody and how, how things are things are happening. So, you know, here we are. We're just, you know, we're still under pressure. So it's definitely, you got to be really careful about deploying any capital. Really recommend uh, probably taking stuff off the shelf, especially... Uh, also consider if you've got some gains, uh, selling them prior to uh, coming into earnings because earnings can be very, very tricky here. There's a lot of companies that are coming through earnings, but uh, you know even even the companies with excellent earnings are pulling back. So uh, that's typically the way. So you've got to be careful. You know when you know you're 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 putting money out there. Hopefully, after some of these decisions are made with the election, and everything will will get into a little bit easier to to digest a market. But right now, uh, you know it's tough. We are up today though. Uh, this is the uh, Nasdaq here. It's up 1.55 percent when this slide was taken, but we're still in an uptrend under pressure. The uh, what, what I was talking about earlier, um, the S and P is up. It's pulled back a little bit. Uh, the Dow Jones is up, which is good. Uh, that's the one that, uh, you know, that, that it was up 150 points. It's, it's actually moved up a little bit beyond that. So, you know, we do see some firming on, you know, some of the, some of the things. I want to take a look at the spider. This is the world's largest ETF, and many people have their entire net worth in this. As you can see, we, we're, we had a cup with handle formation, which is, which is, you know, means that it's possibly going higher. And there is a buy point of 354, but we've pulled way beyond, way lower than that. Now, I think we may have seen a bottom because we have, we have an update today. We, we pulled all the way back. We pulled back yesterday, three down days in a row, one update. So it looks as if maybe we'll finish the week strong, but still it's, you know, definitely, you know, difficult in terms of, uh, you know, the critical levels. Didn't quite make it to the 320 level, which was the, uh, most important level here, which is good. It pulled above that. So looks like we have some stability right about 325 and we've pulled up today. So that's a kind of a good thing. Uh, we may be seeing it uh, move a little bit more stable into the election. So, of course, we may not know on election day what's going to happen. Uh, you know, this is going to be a pretty big contested <laughs> election. So this could be, it could be interesting for the market. The real thing that uh, is driving the market, of course, is the stimulus plan and just you know, it just doesn't think uh, that's just not going to happen before the election. So hopefully afterwards, it will definitely need it here. Let's take a look at the QQQ Trust. This is the NASDAQ 100, basically the 100 largest stocks in the NASDAQ by volume. And of course, all the good stuff's in here like uh, Alphabet and Apple and that kind of thing. Apple is looking pretty good today, up a little bit. So, you know, maybe we're going to see some strength. Uh, you know, I, I was, I'm of the impression that Apple sort of at this point is priced to perfection, but, uh, you know, uh, you know, it looks like it's strengthening. So that's a good sign, I think, for the overall market because it's sort of a bellwether stock. Also, you can see this one pulled down. This is cup with handle on the QQQ as well. It has a lar it has a higher relative strength rating at 84 than the uh, S&P 500. So this is why I invest typically in these kind of stocks, these NASDAQ 100 stocks, because they typically do outperform the rest of the market. We, we, uh, we pulled back sharply yesterday, and now we've pulled up. The critical level on the QQQ, I believe, is about th uh, se um, 275. It's currently at about 277.10, so above that uh, key level, which I think is very important. I do have a breakout stock. This is a stock that uh, I did put a, in my small portfolio yesterday as it was breaking out. It's continued the movement up. And this is uh, interesting stock because I would have never expected this. I just do it totally on the technicals. Technically, this stock is looking pretty good. It's Tupperware. Who would have thought, you know? Remember those Tupperware parties? You know, those old movies that you saw back in the 50s? Everyone's having the Tupperware parties. Well, same company. And for some reason, and I can't quite figure this out, please, if anyone knows, please tell me why this is the case. But we had a double movement up. We are at a 99 relative strength, which is very strong. And we have moved up 
one yesterday and then we've moved up again today currently trading at about 32.83 up about four dollars today so very very strong in terms of in terms of that so uh, that's the kind of thing that uh, that we're looking at tupperware i don't necessarily know if it's viable at this point we're, we're a little bit beyond kind of the the buy point which was 27.19 so i don't know if it's viable at this point but <coughs> definitely one to watch if we get more strength on uh on friday then it may be it may be worth uh you know at least a half a position or so in the stock just uh just kind of an fyi kind of give you an idea of where i have my uh you know where my current holdings are and i have reduced a lot of them but i'm still in several of course i'm in tesla it's up today uh when this was taken i think it's up a little bit higher today uh and cloudflare is off a little bit but this was a gap up as well i'm in qualcomm it's up strongly today graystone bitcoin trust no not so much but uh it's it's kind of it's kind of holding holding steady uh i don't know i have a very small position in this one i don't know if i will uh you know, move more into this. I'm still, I'm still fairly. I still have a, a large position in cash, just because of the, the market. And of course, I did go in with a full position in Tupperware, and that's that's proven to be uh, pretty good. It's it's actually, it's actually worked pretty pretty darn well. So, uh, you know, that's kind of the, uh, you know, kind of the situation there. So, without further ado, let's get over, to some of the questions. Thank you for holding on. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Okay. Well, let's see if we can get a, oh, a little bit, a little bit challenged. There we go. Okay. <laughs> First question. Neo is doing well. Absolutely it is. And as a matter of fact, it's on the watch list. I just want to kind of point you over to that. I did uh, re-up on Neo. Uh, we got another good, uh, we got another very good uh, report from, um, you know, uh, from from Morgan Stanley. So that's something that I want to kind of point your attention to. And if you, this is the my Jim's small portfolio of highly rated stocks, and I I did update, and I just kind of want to show you. I kind of I, I yeah, there we go. I put it in red so that you could see kind of what it was doing. It's been on my list for for quite a while now. Uh, I do have a new buy point of about twenty seven sixty nine. It's at twenty. It's at thirty one eighty eight currently. It's a little bit extended, but uh, it's, the chart is looking very, very good on this one. And uh, you know, so let's kind of just jump over to the chart, take a look to see kind of uh, you know how it's doing. Um, you know, and this uh, this this they call this company the Tesla of Japan, and, I, and they definitely have have done well. It's just marching right up. The um, it's marching right up with the uh, the 10-day exponential. That's this little pink line here. I don't know if you can see it, but hopefully you can at home. Uh, and it's it's well above the 21-day exponential. It's got a relative strength of 99. That means it's doing. It's in the top 1% of all stocks right now, up $4.38 today. How are we looking in terms of the checklist? Let's see if this is even viable. Well, I definitely think it is because it's got eight out of nine criteria on the technical criteria so that's looking very good let's look at the funds we're definitely up on the funds that's another good thing by the way everybody what moves a stock typically is not necessarily retail investors it is funds that are getting into it and definitely neo has 23 percent fund sponsorship so it's looking very very strong uh it do we expect it to go up well let's see if we can kind of you know draw a line there to kind of get an idea of sort of how it's moving up so it's kind of moving up in this general direction here and i've drawn a little bit of line so i think you know we potentially uh could be about and let's draw a channel because i think that's the best way to show this but uh this is essentially the channel that we're talking about here uh and it looks like it's moving very nicely through this channel so um, you know, do expect it to go higher in the month of November. Looks like it may go as high as potentially, you know, over forty-two, uh, over $42. So, uh, you know, this is sort of the channel that it, that it is, is drawing. Now, uh, it's had very strong, uh, uh, it's very, it's a very strong volume, which is excellent. Anytime the volume is above this red line, that means it's better, better than average. And by the way, this is an exponential volume so this is this is quite a bit this is quite a bit of volume so definitely see some of the big funds moving in here so this is definitely on the watch list and i may be uh you know if it if it behaves well tomorrow i may 
uh, I may go in with a half or a full position on the small portfolio. By the way, if you want to take a look at the small portfolio and uh, you want to get a look at that, it's super easy to, um, you know, to, to get on the list for the, for the small portfolio. All you have to do is go to www.dallastradingfloor.com. And uh, then just, uh, it's, it's not the first one, it's the second one uh, on there. And I could kind of show you kind of where that is on the in general website. But if you want to sign up for that small portfolio that I just showed you, and that's got my, all my watch list and everything, it's right down here. It says, get a link to view Jim's small portfolio, first and last names, and hit that submit, and you will get that right away. So... Um, that's an idea there. So let's look at the second question, and let's look at somebody from TikTok. I've been I've been ignoring TikTok, so let me see if I can get to the to the top here. Thank you for being patient, and let's see if we have a question. Uh, thoughts on PWB? Let's look at PWB really quick to see kind of what their thoughts are. So I'm going to take a look at PWB. PWB is that right? Uh, PBW, I'm sorry, PBW, I got that wrong, there we go, all right, and it's Invesco, okay, so this is a ETF that we have here, and, uh, you know, that's, you know, definitely, uh, I definitely recommend ETFs um, for a lot of things, it looks like it's, it looks like it's hugging the 21-day exponential, not a surprise, we had some good volume there, 65.30, up a dollar and 87 cents today, Let's kind of look at this uh, in terms of the checklist. It's a good checklist, seven out of nine. But remember, this is an ETF, so the checklists are not necessarily as important on this uh, as uh, you know as on other ones. This is clean energy here, which I think does have a, have a good future um, as well. And uh, you know, not not a bad stock. I it's got a ninety eight relative strength, so that is looking pretty strong. That's the 98 here. So at, could you buy it at this point? Well, it, it, it looks as if it looks like it's it's rebounding. So it might not be a bad idea. It might not be a bad place to buy it, but be a little bit careful. Set your stop losses. And let's just kind of take a look at the channel there and see if we can we can we can see it. We can see if a channel is developing. Well, it looks kind of like it is. So 96 on the relative strength, definitely good. It looks like it's it looks like it's reversed. Definitely buying something on a reversal could be very, very, very good. So, uh, you know, it, it, you know, if we come through this election, that is going to be the time in which we get the best bang for our buck. Because usually when the market turns, and hopefully it's going to turn to a confirmed uptrend and not to a marketing correction. Right now we're in a uptrend under pressure. So uh, we, we definitely, it's, it's definitely moving a little bit sideways. But if we get a firm movement of the general market, to a confirmed uptrend, which we may get if we get quick resolution on the stimulus and on the election, then I think we can, you know, then it's time to jump in again to stocks. So um, <laughs> that's kind of the kind of the kind of the way it goes on there. Okay, Netflix. Let's take a look at Netflix really quick. There we go. Netflix. I think just just a uh, um, Netflix. I believe. Uh, announced today. Now, okay, up to eighteen percent. Looks strong buying. So it looks as if, you know, we do we do have some strong buying up to the fifty day. It looks like it may have turned. Um, I want to see another confirmation day. I want to see another up arrow day, but it's looking good. Five oh nine, five oh eight fifty nine, up twenty two dollars. Wow, that's terrific. Um, it looks like it may have turned in this consolidation. Now, if you can see on, on the pointer here, the low of the consolidation is about 450, 458, and the high is about 572. So potentially, if this thing turns the way I think it's going to turn, it will move back up in sort of a, um, sort of a, direction, a, a direction like this. Oh, there we go. Okay, there we go. Super. Yeah. So if 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 we're gonna if we're gonna move up in this in this general direction, so that kind of gives you an idea of sort of where we are, in terms of there we go. It's kind of gonna move up in in that direction as you can see. It's just kind of down, up, down, up, down, and then up. And I think we're gonna go up. At least this is what it's this is saying because we're beyond earnings. We had earnings here, so we're beyond earnings. So I think that you know we potentially could go. On this bump up, you know, 
depending on you know how this how this runs. Now the question is. Let's let's not buy today. Let's buy tomorrow. Let's see if this 10-day exponential moves higher. If it does, then we could probably ride it up here probably for about uh, $60 or $70 gain on that. So looking pretty good on that. And uh, <laughs> that, might be, that might be a great place to be in, the, in Netflix. Netflix is looking good. It's got an 87 relative strength. I typically like to see at least 80 on the relative strength. So that might be a very good swing trade. Uh, you know, that, that might be a very, very good string. Okay, Mr. Smith bought some Ford today. Well, you know what? I have Ford on the uh, watch list. I just kind of wanted to pop over there and just show you that uh, I think that that might be a very good trade, Mr. Sid. I, this is the one that I'm working on as well. Let's take a look at the watch list. And by the way, this is available. Uh, you know, if you go to my website, uh, I do run this watch list. And Ford, I did update this last night. The the buy point on this is 738, uh, and currently it's trading at 794. So it's a little bit extended. But this is not a very this is starting to be a very good chart, by the way. And Ford, I think is going to I think you're going to be rewarded if you go into Ford. And the reason I do is because they do have some. First of all, they lead in terms of vehicle sales in the United States with the F-150. The Bronco apparently is doing great guns, and they have an electric vehicle business. So, uh, you know, of the existing uh, of the existing uh, companies, I think it is the one. Definitely, look at the strong, that, and we're, we're right on the 21-day. I think, Mr. Sid, you may have caught it right at the moment that it really went well, because look at this. We had very nice earnings. We're up 58%. They're finally starting to make money here. And uh, that is that is a good thing, not a bad thing. Uh, oops, wait a minute. Go to webinar. Um, <laughs> that is that is that is a that is a that is a good thing, not a bad not a bad thing, at all. So goodness gracious, let's see if we can. We can't. We, it looks like we have lost the feed for TikTok. So let's get back on TikTok. There we go. <laughs> Sometimes I have to turn off the alerts on this system. Anyways, it looks very, very good on Ford. I think you made an excellent move here. Now, typically, I don't recommend stocks that have a four out of nine. That just is below my, that's, that's below where I want to be. I typically like to see at least six out of nine. But this is getting some love from the fund. So I like that. Um, this is a very still very early in uh, in Ford's kind of uh, kind of evolution. As you can see, we still have a downward trending chart on a monthly basis, so I don't like that. But it does look like we're finally starting to see some strength here. We have a relative strength of 75, which is not quite what I would want it to be. I'd like to see 80, but it is improving, as you can see by this line. It's moving up, so. I have some pretty good faith in Ford. I think you may have made a good buy. Here's the thing about Ford. You might see a little bit of backtracking on this, um, you know, and, and it's pulling back a little bit uh, prior to earnings. I want to kind of see what this is going to be on Friday. I prob I may initiate a small half position on this, uh, you know, so it's, uh, it, it's interesting. They have a new CFO uh, coming in, John Lawler. And uh, he is definitely, um, you know, he's replacing the current CFO. So I think that, uh, you know, starting to, you know, it seems like things are starting to align for uh, for Ford. So really, really good, um, you know, really, really good on that. Let's see what TikTok here. See if I've got another. Did you, uh, did you see what Netflix just did? I didn't see what Netflix just did, but uh, let's, let's, get, let's go back to Netflix NFLX. Let's take a look at the chart for Netflix, uh, and let's look at the daily. Let's look at the daily chart. Let's look at the. Let's look at the the hourly chart. Wow, we Kazawa, you are super right about this. Um, you know, on Netflix. So this is there was a there was a big sell. Okay, this is an unwind. By the way, this is a, this is a people that are getting out of their positions. Uh, this is a, this is a, essentially people. This is called a blow off here, and what has happened is that you have people that are trying to cover their shorts. Uh, they're trying to cover their short positions, but as you can see, it, it popped up here, and then it's pulled back. And this pullback is pretends probably what it's going to do. It's probably going to open lower tomorrow. But let's look at the daily to see kind of where it's trading. Yeah, <coughs> it pulled back up to the line here, and this looks like a short cover. 
to me. I just it does look like it's possibly changing direction. Let's look at the thirty minute chart. Yeah, that's where we had. Let's. I want to see the the one minute chart to see kind of how it. Yeah. Okay. So we definitely had a lot of buying here. This is a short squeeze, and then and then we settled down to the regular, um, you know, to the regular action on that. So that is Netflix. Um, probably looks like a direct change on Netflix after their earnings. They did have some good earnings, so uh, very interesting. Okay, so let's look at the SG stock. Oh, at 5G stocks. Excuse me. Um, well, okay. Well, there's a number of 5G plays, but I wonder if, the, if there is a 5. G, if that's a if, no, I don't. That doesn't. Uh, that doesn't come up um, <coughs> right now. I think the best five G stock out there is probably Qualcomm or uh, Corvo. But let's look at uh, let's look at QCom. Uh, and I hope I'm right about this because I definitely I have it in my portfolio. So I hope I'm right on this one. Uh, this is Qualcomm. Let's look at the daily on this. Yeah. We had a nice movement up today on Qualcomm. This is a 5G stock. It's got good relative strength at 92. There was some selling. It's a fairly low volume, but we're starting to see some movement up to the uh, the 10-day line at 127.66. It's up six dollars today, quite good. Uh, and I think that you know it's it's reacting very very well. Now earnings are in six days, so I probably will be out of the stock in five days. But currently we have a pretty good checklist. We have six out of nine. That's my minimum, typically. And we have good increasing fund ownership. So that's looking good, too. Um, that's probably one of my favorite uh, of the uh, 5G stocks right now. But there is another one that I want to show you. And I'm not in it right now, but I have been in it before. And that's Q Corvo, Q-R-V-O. And they make the RF. Uh, and it's up today as well. So let's look at They almost report at the same time. So this one is also uh, one that's up $5.53. It's pulled back up to the 50-day moving average. I still don't like the way this is trending, but it's not bad. It's in a, it's in a, it's in a trading range, uh, in a consolidated trading range. So let's look at Corvo. Uh, it's got a good checklist. It's got an 8 out of uh, 7 out of 9, a little bit better than Qualcomm's, uh, 86 on the relative strength. So those are the two... Um, now, Marvell Technologies did buy another company. So, MRVL, that's the other one you want to look at on the 5G thing. It, it's pulled back a lot today, though. This a lot of times happens when stocks are, when stocks are acquiring another, another stock. So, basically, it, 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 was, it, it was a sell-off, as you can see. Today, it's down a little bit over $1.04. There's a little bit of overreaction there, uh, but... Um, you know, uh, Marvell has been pulling back, and it still has a seven out of nine, which is good. Uh, its earnings are coming up. Uh, they've just they they did they had good earnings last last quarter as well. So those are really the five G stocks that um, you know that I'm looking at kind of for that. Uh, hi, yesterday I meant F U B O, not F I apologize. Let's I apologize for that, Katrina. Um, I meant F U B O. So let's look at F U B O. Let's see if we can. Thanks for watching me for two days in a row. I appreciate that. F U B O. All right, here we go. Uh, Fubu. Uh, Fubu Television performs live streaming. This is pretty cool. Gotta admit, this is kind of very cool, actually. Uh, it's this is a this is a um, this is basically an IPO. Uh, let's look at the late weekly chart. First, you know the best way to when you're when you're when you're accessing charts, the best way is to start with a weekly to see if there's any viable patterns, and then move to the daily, so you can see the entry points. Um, <coughs> currently, this has a relative strength of 94, looking very strong. A lot of people seem to like this one. I don't know a lot about Fubu TV, but uh, it's got excellent market capitalization, almost a billion dollars, 896.5 million dollars. So wow, that's pretty good. Four out of nine. It's a little bit weak on the buy on the buying list, uh, on the fund ownership. Okay, it's 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 in there. Okay, here's what I would do with Fubu. Uh, I'm going to put F U B O. Here's what I would do. I wouldn't buy this right now, but I would definitely watch list this one. This one is not a buy right now, but it is a watch list, and uh, you know it may very well move higher. So, um, you know. 
definitely want to keep that. It's got a 94 relative strength, so I really like that. And, um, you know, it's, it's, the kind of, it's the kind of stock that could do really, really well. And streaming, as you know, is, is huge and just getting bigger all the time. So very good. Uh, let's take a look at this gem I own. PayPal, 35 shares at 205, 35, and there is a 5% total loss. Should I sell into earnings with a likely loss or buy more and reduce? Okay, here's, thank you very much, Gardner family. I do appreciate that. That is a very, here's, here's the strategy that I would uh, do. And you, you probably don't like hearing this, but here's what I would do. Uh, on PayPal. I would take the loss now and into earnings. I don't want you to hold this through earnings because it's, it may move lower. But after earnings, it may, <laughs> may move up again. So how can you get both, how can you get both ends of the stick? How can you, how can you make it all work for you? Well, you can make it work for you if you do this. Now, here's, I, I definitely believe in the issue, okay? And here's why I believe in the issue. It's not just me. The William O'Neill checklist is 100% on this. So this is definitely the right stock. Let's look at the ownership. The ownership is increasing. That is also very, very good. But I don't want to hold this thing through earnings because earnings might, now, it, it, it it's possible that earnings will be will be great and it'll, it'll, it'll move up on it. But don't take a chance of it reversing on you. What I would do is sell it probably the day before earnings and then see if it pulls back. If it pulls back, then you might want to buy it again. I know it sounds kind of, kind of weird. Why would you want to sell something and then turn around and buy it? Well, I'll tell you why. Because the, the key level here is on this 50-day moving average. Okay, currently it's pull, it pulled back below the 50-day, and now it's pulling up. So, in the next two or three days, it's likely to move higher. It's likely to move higher. PayPal is likely to move higher in the next two days. Now, earnings are in four days. So, when you get to about three days, you want to see if it's up. If it's up, then I think you want to sell it because it probably will pull back to this. 50-day moving average when when it when when it comes to earnings, that's just how it works. But it may provide a buying opportunity on the other side. This is the monthly chart for it, as you can see. So let's kind of look to see kind of it's it 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 moved up very very nicely up until very you know and up to the last two months. It's been pulling back for the last two months. If the earnings are very good on this, it may pull back once again and before it moves higher. So here's what I would do on that stock. I would I would uh, sell it into the earnings and then watch to see how it how it comes through. Um, it comes through. <laughs> so that's how I would do it. Tupperware, next buy point. Well, you know, I did buy Tupperware, as you all know. Uh, it was strange because, you know, I wasn't looking for it. But I just I did I did my scans. I scan I scan typically eight to nine thousand shares, uh, different different stocks for certain characteristics that that are pretend it moving higher. Now can I always tell? No, but it it helps when when that happens. Let's look at Tupperware. Let's look at the chart again. I showed you a chart uh, in the run up on the slides. Here's another one. Uh, that I have right now. So let's look at let's look at the buying criteria. That's always important. It has a seven out of nine checklist. That six out of nine on on the O'Neill checklist is my minimum. So it meets my minimum. Let's go to the fund ownership. It it has increasing fund ownership, though many of the tech issues have a lot more than this one. But it's increasing for some reason. Let's look at the sector. The sector is excellent. There's 197 sectors. If this is ranked number nine. This is the consumer, this is the household appliances wares group, which is not really been a lot on my radar. But with the stay-at-home economy, people seem to love Tupperware. Tupperware, you know, seems to have a real fo following, I guess. People are baking and putting, you know, saving food and all that kind of stuff. So who would have thought the Tupperware would do <laughs> would do, do any interesting thing? So let's look kind of at the stocks in this industry. Well, we've got, let's see, iRobot, which is the Roomba. We've got Better Without New Mexico. We've got Whirlpool, and Whirlpool has done very, very good. Look, all these are up. Interestingly enough, Hamilton Beach. I have a juicer from Hamilton Beach. I, seen, I need to use it a lot more and slim down. But anyways, I have a Hamilton Beach uh, juicer. 
uh, in my house. So it looks like this is a pretty good area. Uh, now, it's true, it's true Tupperware is sort of the best of the breed here, and it's got a lot more volume than anybody else, but this seems to be an area that people are really liking. <laughs> so where's the next buy point on it? Well, let's see. I don't know. I think, you know, the way this looks right now, the buy point would be basically at this at, at, at this level here. Oops, there we go. Would be at this level here, and it's gapped up above that. So unfortunately, right now, we don't have a buy point until we get a, a pattern. What's probably going to happen is we're going to get a consolidation in the next few days. What I'm doing is I'm pushing up my stop loss. So unfortunately, I don't really have a good buy point for you right now, right now on on uh, on Tupperware, but if you do, if it does move up a, a, a tomorrow, then you possibly want to, you know, maybe consider buying it on a pullback. And I will try to, I will try to get out there to everybody if we get a pullback on this one. Unfortunately, sometimes these these gaps happen so quickly that I that I don't, uh, you know, I don't get my action trade alerts out. I should have gotten an action trade alert out on this one because like, you know, like the several other uh, action trade alerts that I had, this one moved pretty fast. So I appreciate their, your, your question. Um, right now, the, the buy point is about 2719 uh, on there. And it's, it's, on, the, it's on the small, uh, it, it's on the, the, the uh, watch list as well that, that I'm maintaining uh, on that. So very good. All right. So uh, what do you think about Zynga? Z-N-G-A. Let's look at Zynga. Z-N-G-A is that symbol for Zynga. And it's a developer of social games. So let's take a look at Zynga. There we go. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's got a consolidated, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's moving between about 810 and about 1069. Uh, it's pulled back a little bit. Um, it's okay. It's earnings are in six days. I probably wouldn't buy this one. We have a relative strength of 87, but we have this movement down. And we have low volume, so I do think this is going to probably, um, you know, move lower into the earnings. I would wait at least until this one goes through earnings. Uh, I would wait till this thing goes through earnings. Earnings for Zynga are on November fourth, so uh, just in uh, five uh, five days. I am not. Uh, it's okay. I think this is a watch list and not a buy. Let's look at the checklist. Six out of nine. That is a minimum for me, so that definitely makes it the watch list. Let's look at the fund ownerships. We definitely have an increasing fund ownership. And let's look at the industry group. 58 out of 197. So that's pretty good. That's, 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 that's pretty good. It's down a little bit today. Computer software gaming is the, the group that it's in. So would I buy this thing now? No, I would not buy this right now. I would watch this this fund, though. Uh, I may put this on my watch list, but uh, I would not buy this at the current time. Wait until earnings and see what happens. All right. So thank you very much for everybody looking on TikTok. Hopefully I could get. What's what's the sticker? The sticker. Oh, it's uh, JK Malone, I think. Uh, nine online. Okay. That's pretty cool. Don't know what that sticker is. That's that's my, my, my ugly mug, I think. Let's see if I can get another one here. Um, this market is going to crash tomorrow. Well... Maybe, maybe not. You never know. Um, I don't think it is going to crash tomorrow. I don't know if the world is going to end. Not sure about that. Don't think so. Um, but you never know. So you know, there is a way we could kind of look to see, kind of what the you know what the market direction is. And I'm just going to go over there to see, to see if I can you know look at the look at the market trend. Uh, you know, if if I if I can if I can look at if if I, I can look at the market trend here. Let's look at today. Okay, so this is the overall market, and I'm just going to put this up on the screen so that everybody can see it. And that's basically it. Uh, it's pulled below the 50-day moving average, but it is pulling back up to this line. So I do believe that at least from what I am seeing now, we are in a, what they call a W-shaped recovery. And that was this leg down. Let me show you that leg. Oops, let's see if I can get that to work. Well, maybe not. Uh, this leg down, and then we're moving up from there. So let me put this. Let me put the chart up here in a bigger way, and see if I can show you that. Yeah, there we go. All right. So we are seeing 
Yeah, this is the overall market, uh, and it is up significantly, 2% on the NASDAQ. So this is the NASDAQ. We have a WSAPE recovery uh, basically at the end of, um, you know, we, we've got, we, you know, at this, this was the COVID here. This is the up from the COVID. Then at the end, uh, at the end of, of August, the, third, the fifth, fourth week of August, we started to move down. We moved down. We bounced. We bounced uh, basically uh, about the third week of September. We moved up till, till then, till about the second week of October, and we're moving back down. So it does appear that we have turned the corner, and this does look like a bounce higher. And uh, we looks like we may be moving up to potentially as high as 12,000 on the NASDAQ. So I don't necessarily think that the market is going to crash tomorrow. That's not what the chart is saying, uh, but you never know. You, you, you never know. The, I mean, nobody can foretell the future. So uh, puts on the SPY tomorrow. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think I would be putting, I won't think I would be doing puts on the SPY. And I'll tell you why. The reason I wouldn't be putting uh, on the SPY, putting on the SPY, uh, is because we have had it looks as if we may be in the very beginnings of a market direction change. And I try to be very, very careful about this. But it looks as if, and I want to show you this chart right now. This is the live chart for, um, you know, this is this is the live chart for the spider. Uh, I do think it's moving higher. I think it's moving higher. And, and here's why I say that I don't think that doing puts on the spider right now would be necessarily the thing to do and the reason i don't do I think it is is because we have we've had a we've had a change in the direction and we on high volume if this thing hadn't reached this red line here then i would say you're probably right you're probably going to win with that but this looks like a reversal to me and i don't think that i don't think it's going to work for you but that's just my opinion <laughs> that's just my opinion on it uh so i wouldn't be doing puts on on the spider uh today i just i i just i wouldn't be doing it just because of the way the chart is looking thoughts on jd.com uh i really like jd.com this is one of the biggest uh, online retailers in the world of course everybody knows uh of course everybody's heard of alibaba but this is sort of the other one in China that just is 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 massive and it's it's had some really good results actually it's up today uh it it really it just bounced right off that 21 day exponential it looks like it has a blue dot that is very bullish 96 relative strength this is definitely in the buying yeah 100% on the checklist let's look at the funds we have increasing fund ownership and we have excellent industry rank at 15 out of 197 so i would say you know what this is a buyable <laughs> right now the buy point on this one with a cup with handle by the way this is this is the best chart pattern that you can buy on is 85.39 so i'm going to put this out there on jd.com so jd which is the symbol for it the buy point on it is equal to 80 539. I'm just going to put that out there on the chat. By the way, everybody that's watching on TikTok, I'm putting out buy points on the chat on YouTube. So just if you want to see these, you could just jump over to YouTube. Super easy to do. All you have to do is go to youtube.com slash floor. And this is episode number 163. So uh, that you can see those. And by the way, after after the show ends at three thirty, it's typically up on YouTube within about mm, within about uh, about thirty minutes or so. And if also if you want to subscribe to it, super easy. Just go to uh, and you want to see it. Just go to my profile. Hit that link. It takes you directly to www. Trading Floor. And then there's a tab. That sh that allows you to see all of the old YouTube and and, and the current one YouTube episodes. So uh, that's the easy way to see it uh, on YouTube. And if you do do that, by the way, if you are if you are on YouTube, I would really appreciate, really, really, really appreciate it. if you liked it. You hit that like button. Don't hit me, but hit the like <laughs> hit the like button there. Thank you very very much. All right. So next question from. Um, 
from here. So JD, so thank you. Oh, another great, another great stock, by the way, Andrew. This is very good, by the way. CHGG, this has been doing great. This has been, this has been a breakout, by the way. Uh, this stock uh, is uh, is is pretty good. Uh, let's let's just take a look at it. It's pulled back a little bit, uh, but it, it's been doing it. And there's been some selling. So yeah. here I am saying I I was looking at it about five days ago. So yeah, you never know. Um, but uh, basically, here it is. Uh, there is a buy point on it at eighty nine. Um, 82 it's it's not it's it's decelerating away from that but it's still it's forming a cup uh a cup pattern so let's see if it reverses on the 50-day line there was some selling in here uh also earnings are due in and basically earnings were down unfortunately so it, it it has pulled a little bit lower let's see let's see if this gets a little bit of strength it's very strong 95 but we want to make sure that it's moving up before we buy it so it's got a 7 out of 9 checklist. The ownership on funds is quite good. We have increasing fund ownership, which is good. The industry is good. It's 90 out of 197. So that's all in place for, for something good. What we're missing on this one is we're missing on a reversal going higher. You don't want to buy a stock when it's going lower. The old, the old adage, you try not to buy a falling knife. Well, that's why you don't want to do it. Uh, you want to buy a stock as it's as it's moving higher. This one, unfortunately, probably will turn, but it is not. So you can't. You want to watch list this one. Don't buy this right now. Uh, unfortunately, it is just not in the right. It's, it's it's just not in the right where to do that. So it will be hopefully soon. Um, okay. So puts on spy tomorrow. No. O S T K. And this comes from the t- from TikTok. O S T K. Take a look at that really quick. Oh, wait a minute. There we go. O S T K. Yeah, overstock. Yeah, bit of a sell-off today on overstock. Um, it pulls back from it was at the now. Here's the thing about overstock. I'm looking at this chart. I this is not a buyable chart, unfortunately. It's not about nine dollars today. It just had earnings. This is why, folks, it is so important that. Going into earnings, it's always kind of a good idea to sell it the day before earnings, especially if it's especially if it's moving up in value. Uh, value. I know this is counterintuitive. Most people will say, "Well, you know, gosh, it's going up. Why don't I just hold it?" Well, that's not necessarily the way to do it, and the reason is because it's just an old adage: buy a news, uh, buy a rumor, sell a news, and that's definitely been the case with with uh, with Overstock. Overstock has been crushing it; it's been doing great. But it's pulled back when it hit earnings. Still has a, it still has a relative strength of 99, which is stellar, by the way. It's outperforming all but 1% of the market. Uh, here's the weekly chart. Let's look at the weekly uh, on it. it. It's pulled back off of, this, off of this line. This is the 50-day moving average, and it is down. Even though it has a relative strength of that, this blue line here, this is the relative strength line, it is pulling down. And the selling is pulling up. So even though the earnings went up 156% this quarter, huh, unfortunately, this is not. You don't want to buy it in this position. You want to watch list this one and wait for it to turn. If this thing turns higher from where it is now, if it turns higher, then I think it is potentially a buy because it's 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 set up very nicely. Uh, let's look at the monthly chart. You know, it's kind of it, it's it's kind of making it. It seems as if, you know, it's sort of you know it's it's in a downward trend right now, on the monthly chart. So, I don't typically like to buy it when I'm seeing a downward trend on the monthly chart. So even though it has a relative strength of 99, I think that you want to watch this one. This one don't necessarily probably not the time to buy it right at this moment. Uh, probably not uh, uh, at, at at this moment. Party, please. <laughs> it's under ten dollars. Uh, can we add some for long? PRTY. Let's look at PRTY. Uh, PRTY. I think this is Party City, which is kind of cool, especially coming into Halloween. You know, they they're the ones that uh, that do the um, you know do, that do the party um, stuff at the at, uh, you know at the, at the mall and stuff. You know, in the in the uh, not renting. Uh, retail space, but these these guys do it. You know, it's pulling back right now. Let's look at the let's look at the weekly chart. I was looking at the monthly. Yeah, the weekly chart just I just I just don't think this is a good ad. I, I 
I know it's earnings in 11 days, but I'm seeing a lot of selling here. It does have a good relative strength, though, 89. That's excellent. Uh, typically, anything above 90, anything above 80 is good. But at $2.06, I just can't get excited about this one. Unfortunately, it's 4 out of 9. That doesn't meet my checklist. Let's go back to the fund ownership. Well, it's got decreasing fund ownership. You know what? I'm sorry about this, but I'm uh, sorry to be a party pooper. <laughs> but I can't recommend this one. Not even for long term. Uh, not even for long term because, unfortunately, when things start going the wrong direction, a lot of times they don't stop. <laughs> so so uh, I know it's a cheap stock, but uh, not the one. I don't think you want this one. So I'm sorry to be, sorry to be a party pooper, but no party city for me. Anyways, that's the that's that's party uh, that's party. What do you think about ZM <coughs> Zoom? I love ZM, and you know what? My brother got into ZM. He made a ton of money, and I didn't, and I'm kind of pissed. Oh well, that's how it works. Um, it's pulled back a little bit. Let's look at the weekly chart first. Well, let's look at the day. let's look at the monthly chart. We'll start with the we'll kind of come in here. The monthly chart is just. It's just absolutely phenomenal. It's been basically around for two years, 2009, 2020. It has just taken off like a rocket. But that doesn't tell the whole story. Let's look at the weekly chart. The weekly chart, it's moving right up this this 21-day exponential. It's pulled back from a little bit. But that that is looking like it's pretty strong. Look at that. Earnings per share is up basically 1,000%. It doesn't get much better than that, folks. But it looks like it's pulling right to this 21-day line. That seems to be where we're seeing it um, be most, just to, to, to see it work most. This is sort of the direction that it is going, and definitely, uh, definitely it's going there. Now, here's what I would do. I would wait until there's a reversal on this. Right now, it's moving down. But if this thing reverses and goes higher, that's a time that you might want to be interested in buying it because it's got an 8 out of 9 checklist, which is excellent. It has increasing fund ownership like you read about, which is great. It also has an industry rank of 8 out of 197. So everything is looking pretty good. It's an expensive stock, but it may be justified if it pull if, if it reverses. Now, here's what I'm talking about, the reversal. If you look here, you'll see this red candle here. That's a pullback, and then boom, it just it just moved right back up to the 40-day and then right to the 21-day. And it, it just moved, just marched right up this ever since. There's been some pullbacks, but it's basically to this 21-day exponential moving average. Let's look at the daily chart to see if how it's trading. Yeah, it's pulled below the 21-day moving average. Okay, this possibly could signal a change in direction. It's too early to tell if this is a change in direction. And the reason it's too early to tell is because when you look at the volume here, it's lower than the average. So it is not, there's not a lot of conviction necessarily in this red candle. So what, what, do you, what do you do with this? Well, you don't buy it right now because you want to see a, a clean reversal up to the 21-day moving average before you buy it. So remember, you always buy as the stock is moving higher, not when it's falling. So with Zoom right now, I think that it's watch list. Don't buy it right at the moment. Wait for the reversal. If there's a reversal on it, this might be very, very good because it's a strong stock. It's just at this point, at this moment, I don't think it's tactically necessarily the best place to buy it. Um, thoughts on Neo? I went over that a little bit before, so I kind of covered that. Let's see. Do we see a double bottom on Spotify? Thank you. Boy, you're, you're starting to pick up the lingo, Marson. That's great. Hopefully, uh, you have looked at the O'Neill book because it really, it's a revelation once you start, once you start applying this. It becomes kind of easy to see patterns. So let's look at the, let's look at it. I don't think this is a double bottom. Um, I don't, I don't think this is a double bottom chart pattern. You're going to see that in the weekly chart, typically. So let's look at that weekly chart. No, it's a consolidation. It's what they call a consolidation. Uh, and it does have a pivot on it at 299.67. We're currently pulled back a little bit from that, but I do think that that is sort of the range that we're talking about. We're talking about a low, basically, of 299.67, and then we're talking about a high. Oops, we're talking about a low about uh, uh, yeah on the consolidation of about uh, 225, and then a high of uh, 2.99. So basically, this is in a consolidation base and not 
in a um, it, it's not a double bottom. Uh, it, it's it's not a bottom. It's a consolidation based on this one. So that's but that's good. I mean, I'm glad that you you, you that you know the fact that you even know what a double bottom is is terrific. I think. Um, Basically, if you want to find out what I'm talking about, I mean, it, it's completely Greek. I know a lot of people here, double bad, cup of handle, you know, it's all all over the place. And I'm just saying all these things. Um, you know, where am I getting all this stuff? Well, actually, that is a method with a madness. If you do go over to the website, www.dallastradingfloor, um, there is the Learn to Trade Bookshelf. And there is this book. And you think you should definitely read this book because this book changed my life. How to Make Money in Stocks, A Winning System, Good Times or Bad by William O'Neill. And he is sort of the father of technical analysis. And in the last about 20 to 30 years, most of the top traders in the world have been technically uh, inclined and technical analysts. So if you want to get into trading and you want a really good method that could actually make you some money, and it's not a buy and hold or a buy and pray or, you know, buy a mutual fund that goes down or, you know, buy, you know, buy dividend stocks that, that don't pay like ExxonMobil, read this book. How to Make Money in Stocks, A Winning System, Good Times, or Bad. And also buy this other one, How to Make Money in Stocks, Getting Started by Matthew Gelgani. Why is this such a good book? Because this is a checklist here. This is the theory. This is the checklist. Definitely buy them both together. And, of course, they're available on the website at Dell's Trading Floor. So <laughs> that's, sort of the, that's, that's sort of the end all there. Um, but it, but uh, the fact that you're actually doing that is terrific. Um, why is Twitter going down? Goodness gracious. Well, you know, Twitter, unfortunately, you know, is sort of in the political crosshairs because, you know, you know, it's sort of becoming difficult for, um, them to basically be as independent as they once were. Now, why is it going down? Well, it's actually not going down. It's actually a good stock. Let's look at it right now. This is Twitter and we have a increasing here. Now, the earnings are due on today. So this is a, another example of, you know, in the after hours. So let's see if we can find what's happening in the after hours for, um, you know, for, for um, you know, for, for a Twitter. TWTR is the symbol for Twitter. I think we, yeah, we're after hours now. Yeah, okay, well, no, we're up. So, gosh, I don't know. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, at least from what I have now, I haven't checked the after hours, but uh, it seems like uh, they did have a good, well, no, they're down. Okay, I apologize. Yeah, no, their number is, is off there a little bit. We were down, um, I don't know, it it looks like it's pulling higher. It's $1.99. Now, that was before the bell, so, um, you know, we, what is after the bell? I'm not so sure. Let's look at the checklist. Six out of nine, that's my minimum, so that's good. The ownership of, of uh, funds is good, one fourteen sixty. I like that. Uh, also, uh, basically 42% of this stock is owned by funds. That's also very bullish. And the industry is good, 23 out of 197. So why is it pulling back? Well, I don't think it is. I think, it's, I think it may be pulling higher. Would I buy this right now? Well, I'm going to wait to see how it opens tomorrow. Never buy when it's going into earnings wait to see what happens typically even the very best stocks will typically go down uh you know after earnings and then you know if it's good then they'll then they'll firm up so <laughs> it's interesting all right so amazon apple facebook and twitter uh should we keep them after earnings you know here's the thing i typically like to sell into earnings all these are great stocks um but you know it's it's it, it's, it's the old thing of Sell on rumor, buy on, you know, buy on buy on rumor, sell on news. Why can't I get that right? Um, Amazon, you know, terrific stock, but it's been pulling lower. Let's take a look at that chart. Um, and the earnings are due today. So we'll see. There's just a whole lot of earnings going on right now. Um, should you keep it? Well, I I do think um, you know, it does have an excellent chart pattern. Uh, on the weekly chart, let's look at the daily to see if there's yeah, it's pulled right up to the tw to the line. It's got a, it's got a cup with handle. Uh, you know, if this thing reports well and you ha and you have it, you might want to you might want to keep it. Or actually, if you don't have Amazon, you might want to consider buying it. Actually, 
Uh, we have a nice relative strength line, 91. I mean, everything looks good for Amazon to me. Eight on the nine. Ownership is strong. Industry is great. 15 out of 197. So, are, tactically, what are we going to do here? Cup with handle. I would, I would, I would hold this thing. If you're good, if you're going to go long, and this thing doesn't fall out of the sky, the the main reason that you sell before earnings and then you buy afterwards is because that way, you know, all of the day traders are basically shaken out, and you basically are not giving up any of that profit. Profit's hard to make, so we don't want to give up as much of it. We want to give up the minimum that we can. Capital preservation is important. So even though it may go up afterwards, it's always a good idea to preserve that by selling into earnings, waiting to see what happens, and then buying it on the flip side. Now, if you do that, of course, you can give up some of your profit, but it's worth it for the protection. <laughs> it's worth it for the protection because a lot of times, even the best stocks will go down. So very, very interesting. Thank you so much for that question. All right, I have FOMO with NEO. I was buying it at 250 last year. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Google and Netflix went up. Okay, that's that's very bullish. That's very bullish. Well, let's let's look at this one. This is kind of an inexpensive stock here. It's FOMO. So let's look at FOMO. Um, the reason why cheaper stocks are harder to trade is because they um, they typically Anytime there's a movement, it's amplified under $10. So it's harder to maintain your capital base on a stock that's under $10. I know this sounds very strange, but uh, when, you, when, you, when you think of it logically, it's, it's, it's definitely true. Here's why. This is why on my small portfolio, I, I have a graph here. And, then, and, and I, this is a graph is an important graph because it kind of shows you how you know, I look at things. I don't necessarily look at the cost of the stock. That's not the only thing I could look at. I look at the position size. Now, in, in, in my portfolio is like a pizza, and there are eight basic full positions in the pizza. And so what I do is when I acquire stock, I acquire, you know, one piece of pizza, then two pieces of pizza. And so even if, if it's an expensive stock, I don't acquire as many, but I have more latitude in terms of in terms of the cost, if it's an expensive stock, uh, you know, I set the stop loss typically at 97, 93%, which is a 7% loss, and that's the most I'm willing to take. On a more expensive stock, that gives me a larger, a wider range. The cheaper the stock, <coughs> actually, the more risky it is for losing your capital. So that's kind of the one of the things I want to show you. And that's available on the small portfolio. Uh, and the link is available at www.dallastradingfloor. So, Let's take another question from Neo and Ford. You know what, Mr. Sid? This is a very good question. I'm actually, you know, this is, a, this is kind of an exception for me. I typically don't like stocks that are under $10, but I have to make an exception, and that is Ford. I do think that Ford is making some really good moves right now. It is true. You know, it is not it is not Tesla, but I am liking this sort of action, and I probably will be a buyer of Ford when we get a relative strength of 80. Right now we're at 75 and we're just this is a watch list for me, but I am very very excited about Ford because it it it's getting to the point where it's viable. Right now it's only 4 out of 9 on the O'Neill checklist. I like to see 6 out of 9 or better. But there is increasing fund ownership, which is good. They're not they're 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 not leaving, <laughs> they're coming. So I like that. And the industry is excellent. The, the, the Right now, the automotive sector is one of the best places in the market. I know that's hard to believe, but it's number two out of 197. So I like to be in these very top ranking sectors. Now, what is the number one stock in that? It's Tesla. That's why I own Tesla. Um, but Ford is definitely buyable, and, uh, but not yet. Wait a little bit, just a little, little bit. And I think Ford is going to be the buy of the century. But let's see it. Let's see it get to relative strength of 80, and then, you know, I'm probably going to do if this happens, and I think it very well may. I will issue a trade alert, and you know, not that you have to follow my trade alerts because a lot of times they're wrong, but but a lot of times they aren't wrong. A lot of times they're good. Sometimes I'm looking at it on a totally technical basis. If if it gets above an 80 on the relative strength, 
I think it might be, it, it could take off. It could, it could double or triple very, very easily. And the beauty of it is they're selling into a market that actually has demand. And I like that. I like companies that can sell a product that actually can get paid for it if they make the right product. And that is definitely the case with Ford. I don't know if you know this, but you know the 150, the Ford 150 is still the number one truck after like 50 years. And the Bronco is doing great too. And they're, and they're getting into electric vehicles and they're making a move on, on, on uh, electric delivery vehicles, which I think is just a great place to be. I think they're going to do great. But I want to see a little bit more strength on them. So that's my kind of my take on Ford, which is symbol F. Regeneron, R-E-G-N. Let's look at Regeneron, R-E-G-N. Of course, these are the guys that have the COVID, um, uh, the, the COVID uh, vaccine in trial. And it looks like it's, you know, it's doing, it's doing good, apparently. Um, it's pulled back a little bit. I don't like this chart all that much. Let's look at the weekly chart to see if see if, see if there's any love there. You know, it's okay. It's in a consolidated range. It's in a consolidation, um, but the trend is down, and I don't like to see that. I just at this moment, I probably would not be a buyer, because if you're looking at the slope on the trend, that is the slope on the trend. It's it's pulling back to the 50-day moving line, so it's got 89 uh, relative strength, which is good. Um, you know, this is this has got a good checklist. It's got a good fund ownership, but you know what? This is not the time to buy it because it is. Unless it changes its direction a little bit, I won't buy it. I won't buy a stock that is trending downwards. That's basically the the the, the thing. But is is it going to trend upwards? It very well could could move very quickly to to the upside. So thank you very very much for this comment, Ryan. I <laughs> thank you, man. Tell all your friends about my channel. If you do, that would be great. And, uh, you know, hopefully you go out there and uh, if you do, tell your friends about it. Like it. Hit that like button. There we go. Got that going on. And, um, you know, everybody out there, uh, it's great always. I'm going to be back tomorrow at, um, you know, at the same time, 2.30. And uh, appreciate everybody on TikTok and uh you know, in all the other platforms. Hopefully, I'm going to soon have something. I'm working on a Roku channel, and hopefully they'll have more than just me up there, which would be nice. Uh, and uh, so we'll see where it goes. We're, we'll, 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 see where, we'll see where it goes. Okay, one last question. Any chance that you can give a ticker, uh, uh, could give a dive into ticker symbol UAVS? Let's look at UAVS. Thank you so much for that great comment. UAVS. Let's see if we have anything. AK. Oh, I know this one. Yeah, this is a penny stock. This actually is a very strong one. Aerial Systems for Agriculture. Um, Argyle Aerial Systems. And uh, this is, I, I know about this one. This this has been on a number of my uh, of my watches. It's it's off a little bit today. Now, this is a little bit difficult uh, stock to buy because it is so inexpensive. But let's see if, if we have an ability. Well, it's got a four out of nine on the checklist, which actually isn't bad for the considering the how cheap it is. It actually does have some fund ownership. This is amazing, and it's definitely moved up. So this is much more speculative, and I wouldn't recommend putting anything more than about a half position in this one. The question is, is it viable, and where is it viable? Well, let's see if we have an idea. I don't like the trend on this, unfortunately. I like this company. This is a watch list, but this is the trend on it, unfortunately, right now, as you can see. I just drew, I just drew that red line, and unfortunately, it's down. But it looks like we have a turn here. This this could be this could be critical. I want to see this thing move above the uh, above the 50-day moving average. I really this is buyable potentially, but it has to exceed $3.92 a share. If this one UAVS exceeds $3.92 a share and it's and and, and the direction is upward then it is a buy. So, but right now, you want to do this. You want to set an alert. You want to put this on, you know, uh, Yahoo and all the, Yahoo Finance and some of the other ones have a watch list. Put this in your watch list and set an alert for three dollars and ninety-two cents. If this thing achieves three dollars and ninety-two cents, then it's probably a buy. So, thank you very, very much for that question. Really appreciate it. Well, I have wasted another hour of your time. And uh, I hope that everybody out there 
um, will consider uh, learning the uh, CanSlim method. That's the method I use for evaluating stocks. It's technical, and it does have some fundamentals in it, but it's mostly technical. And the way, of course, to do that is uh, the easy way to do it, of course, and the way I'd, uh, is to go over to my website, which is www.dallastradingfloor, and then go to the Learn to Trade bookshelf, and it's this yellow, this orange book here, and if you buy this one and this one at the same time, you'll learn a lot about entry points and that kind of thing. And it's a lot of fun, and uh, <clears throat> that book changed my life, and I, I, I read it about 20 years ago in the first edition. It's like it's in the fourth edition now. And it will change your life and hopefully make you some money. So until then, until... Um, you know, in, until tomorrow at 2.30, happy trading.